The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Good topic for you tonight, the inside linebacker weaknesses, some of the something that plagued the Ravens, I think, through a lot of 2020 and is something they really need to get right. 2019, in fact, plagued them at the beginning of the season before they picked up a couple of veterans to get it fixed. Here to talk to me about it today, Theo Barry. Theo, how you doing, buddy? I'm great. Thanks for having me, Ken. It cannot appreciate it enough. A quick turnaround, might be record same day turnaround here today on on having this uh, from first contact to show. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I, I, I'm, I, I listen to the show all the time, so I, I appreciate being here. 
Oh, well, we appreciate having you, Theo. So why don't you talk about your, your, your topic here? It's of great interest to me. Please open it up. Yeah, I think the inside linebacker position um, is, is vitally important, especially if we want to take the next step this year. Um, we saw a lot of big games last year where our inside linebackers either were getting gashed, missing the wrong, uh, the wrong holes, or um, and, and basically in pass coverage is, is really our linebackers' weaknesses. And, and I don't think we want to rely too heavily on bringing safeties down in the box um, especially we, we have a strong secondary, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, everybody wants, you know, we say we like Elliott in the box, but I think we want to see him show more ball range this year. So we need our inside linebackers to step up. Now we have Queen Malik Harrison. Those two guys are downhill. Those, those are downhill attackers. Um, and especially Malik Harrison, he will stuff the run, um, as you've seen already uh, this preseason. Um, Queen, we want to see take that next step in pass coverage. That He was heralded that. In, in college. Let's go back to Harrison for a second, because he's had a great preseason, I think, and, and really been terrific at showing a good use of extension to shed blocks. And, and in particular, they have is a good opportunity for an inside linebacker to shed a zone block often because the offensive lineman kind of puts himself at a disadvantage relative to second level defenders there uh, by just trying to extend his arm and, and, and get out to a certain point. Well, you know, Malik Harrison has the physical tools to get inside to the body on, on those kind of players and bounce them around, as we saw in the game against Washington. One of his most impressive plays he didn't even make the tackle, but he threw a guard, I think, into the running back for a for a maybe a one yard gain or a one yard loss. I don't remember which it was. Oh, definitely. And, and he's and, and you know Ken, they call those guys disruptors. He just disrupts every single play, um, and he doesn't have to make the play, as you just said. And, and that's the kind of linebacker he is. Uh, he'll he'll stuff the run, um, not just having to make the play, but he'll he'll take a blocker and push them back and into the backfield just to disrupt the play. Um, and, and that's what we didn't expect this, this early out of a fourth round pick, you know, uh, but we're happy to see it and we'll take it anytime. Yeah. It's good. Good player. Obviously last year, uh, you know, one of the guys, they, it was a little bit of a surprising pick that they got him as early as they did. Um, but uh, you know, I think, I think it, it still has a chance to work out. And I think in a lot of ways, it's an insurance policy for who Patrick Queen has been, uh, which has been less than impressive as a tackler, which is really the other side of the coin from Harrison, who I think has been a very good tackler. Yeah. Yeah. Queen, Queen, uh, that's what we need to see from him. He needs to be more consistent in the tack and his tackling. Um, we would love to see him shoot gaps, uh, see the play happen, develop early. Um, now, I do think that'll improve with the full offseason. He didn't have that last year. Like COVID, you know, messed a lot of rookies up last year, especially defensively, especially in the middle of the defense as, as a starting linebacker. Um, it, it's hard, you know, with not having that full offseason um, to digest and see things and, and catch to the speed of the NFL. Um, so we're seeing, we're hoping he has that jump this year. Definitely. Yeah, I think he did have a lot of, a lot of trouble with the complexity of the Ravens defense. I've had it, I've heard it said that the LSU defense they ran was very simple. And even though he was completely new to it, you know, as a, as a, you know, inside linebacker new to the position really in 2019, I believe, right. uh, you know, the year before he was drafted, he'd hardly played there at all uh, that he picked it up 
reasonably quickly at LSU. He certainly made enough plays based on his athleticism uh, that he became a first round draft pick. But with the Ravens, it's a it's a whole different ballgame. First of all, the, obviously, the opposing athletes are better. Uh, but more than that, the Ravens system is very complex for an inside linebacker in terms of the varied responsibilities they may have. And when you hear things said like, let's make mistakes at 100 miles an hour, what that means to me is he's not picking up the playbook entirely. They want him to do a lot of the downhill things better and faster at the least. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and I think you saw it a lot. Last year. He, he, he blitzed a, a good amount. Yes. Uh, <laughs> a lot more than you would usually see from uh, inside linebacker. Now, that's also wins defense. Uh-huh. But on the same token, they just wanted him to play downhill. And, 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 and that was his, his strength last year. Uh, now, with the full offseason, we want to see him drop back in coverage. We want to see him on some tight ends. And I think that's the evolution of his game. He, he has to bring that. If you're going to be a top-tier linebacker in today's NFL, you got to be able to cover in space. Yeah, so I, th- I think that's the thing he'll be able to pick up first. So he'll still be good at covering the wheel route. He'll be good at covering perhaps a tight end and be able to stick with that foot in the ground, uh, you know, the, the move the tight end will make on him. Uh, he won't be able to stick with a slot receiver, but, hey, slot receivers are a very difficult set of cats right. to, to, <laughs> to, to stick with. I, I, I think it's probably unreasonable to expect that this will be the year that Patrick Queen takes the big jump in terms of reading other routes other than his own responsibility off the line of scrimmage so that he kind of has an understanding of what's going on behind him. And that that jump that Mosley made really in year two or that Ray Lewis really made in about year two, it's really hard, kind of hard to remember if it was 97 or 98 that Ray really became better at that. Uh, it, it's, it's just it's not an automatic early thing. I'm reminded of that by a friend of mine a lot, but uh, but still, it's it's what we need from Queen is for him to gain that understanding. Yeah, and, and it's not that you know we don't we don't need him to shut guys down. No, nobody. I, I don't think we we really expect that. And you know, we the Ravens' schedule this year when it comes to tight ends is, is brutal to start the season off. You got yes, Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey back to back. Now we're not asking him to shut anybody down, uh, but in my opinion, I wouldn't want Marlon Humphrey traveling with Darren Waller, I would want Patrick Queen to take some of that responsibility sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, our defense, you really don't travel with anybody, um, but there are some plays you, you just want to see him take the space, uh, occupy his space, uh, you know, see routes develop, uh, recognize the plays, um, and, and especially against the Chiefs. The Chiefs game last year, uh, we were getting gashed on screens like crazy. Yeah. We will want to see him diagnose those, see them and shoot those screens, blow them up um, like he did uh, preseason week one against the Saints. Yeah, that was that was a great play. And and if it, the other thing that I had a lot of problem with with this play against Kansas City last year was the inability to figure out bunch formations. And that's something that that it, the, everybody will run at the Ravens if they know it's a weakness, because there's so few ways to beat the Ravens with a pass game consistently. Right. But the Steelers and Chiefs have been able to do it. And it's a little bit of nickel and dime play to, to do it. You're, you're playing for first downs instead of really big plays most of the time. But if you can put three receivers basically on in a, in a similar start, starting spot and the opposing defense has trouble figuring out one of them on a, on a generalized basis. That's a, that's a thing you're going to continue to attack and attack until the other team make sure is able to stop it. Yeah. And, and, and that's just smart coordinating on the other team. They're, they're going to pick it up. And 
with Andy Reid on the other sideline, he he finds that one weakness, and they just attacked it last year. They yeah. they just went at it and at it and at it, and and I, I think you're going to see that early. Uh, and I don't want to skip past the Raiders game, but I, I know with the Chiefs, I think you're going to see them tested again early this season, um, just to see where he's at. Uh, now, will he be uh, better against the Chiefs this year? I would think so. You know, full off season. Um, you gotta, you gotta hope that some of that Rob Ryan juice rubs off on him, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. him and Malik Harrison. Uh, so I'm excited for those that duo. Um, I think Queen. I, I don't know how much of a leap he's going to take, but I think it will be um, a substantially better season than last year. Yeah, I, I, I certainly hope you're right. Uh, the Ravens are in kind of a good position in terms of their flexibility. He doesn't wear the green dot. Clark has it. That means that, that they can take Queen off the field whenever they feel it's inappropriate, which I think is a really good position to be in to maximize his strengths and minimize some of those weaknesses. And, you know, it hasn't been said much, but but the Ravens have, uh, you know, a generalized perceived problem of not having enough pressure assets on first and second down. Queen could be that guy because, yes. you know, he's going to be on the field against uh, most of those downs to, to help try and stop the run. But on third down, he actually hampers the Ravens' pass rush flexibility by being there because they know more often than not he's going to be there. The running back is keyed in on him in terms of blocking him because they know they need to account for him in the blitz. And it actually keeps the Ravens from guessing, you know, having the opponent guessing about every single player by having a better idea that that Queen is coming. I actually like it if they could uh, – use uh, Bowser a little bit more off ball this year at the snap, the way they did with Judon last year, some with Bowser as well, but, but just because they have good edge rushers to start with, they have a great coverage outside linebacker who can either stay dropped or find a gap and come, come on the blitz. And it really makes them have to figure that out. Yeah. And and I think, and I think you hit the nail on the head, Uh, put Bowser on their off ball role. And I I think that Queen, He's a great blitzing linebacker. I, I think that he's very good at blitzing. Uh, let me not say great. He's very good at blitzing. Um, but I, I would want to see him more on third down, uh, but not blitzing. I want to. I want to see him in coverage. I want to because if he can hold his own and become a third, a three down linebacker, that's a special talent in the NFL, especially in today's game. Oh, yeah, it's a unicorn, that's for sure. It, it's, I even say from a franchise-building perspective, you don't really want to build the plan for unicorns because you can't replace them. That's true. So when Mosley got hurt, you know, you, you end up with a platoon situation to try and replace the guy that's not as good. I love platooning on the weak side in particular because the weak side has a natural replacement, your dime back, to come in uh, on third down. So, it's, so it's, I think it's a great position to platoon at to make sure you're not spending money at two positions. I still would like to have one linebacker because we had Lewis and Mosley here and it's been, you know, such consistently great play over the years. But right. uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's certainly a position where if you have to decide where you're not going to spend money inside linebackers, one of the places I would decide not to. So, and, and Ken, I, I want to ask you, you know, if there's a, a, a dime linebacker, who do you think it is? Do you th- would you say that's Chuck Clark or would you say that that'll be Elliot? No, I think it's Chuck Clark. I think Elliott is really a back-end guy, and for multiple reasons. First of all, Clark's been outstanding in that dime role in 2019. But but Elliott, uh, he's more of a speed guy than than Clark is. He's he's probably a little bit better at playing the back-end, although I wish he'd be an anticipate-the-overthrow guy like Stone is. Uh, But then having Stone, that gives you another guy who covers half the field, 
play can it play the anticipate the overthrow role. Uh, he really he plays his reads like a good poker player very early. So that means he can do more from a single high roll than I think his speed would tell you he could do. Right. So I think there there are advantages there. But Chuck Clark in that dime roll, I love him back up front. His 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 twenty nineteen dime season is the greatest ever by a Ravens dime back, and it was twenty eighteen that Levine had an unbelievable year there. So very high high praise for Clark. Oh, that's awesome. And, and and I think Clark Clark is probably the most underappreciated Raven. And, and, probably. And, and certainly by a team by fans of by other fans, teams. Yeah. They don't understand what he does for us. Yeah, yeah. He he's amazing in that dime roll. All right. I love it. Love having us a signal call as well. Well, let's move on. We talked a little bit about Queen. We've talked a little bit about Harrison. Yeah. I haven't really talked about Harrison too much as a coverage guy. I, I don't think it's really his thing. No. Uh, it's not like there's not anything he can provide you in coverage. It's just less than than a lot of other players. Board is a guy they used last year in that proxy dime role when they only had two safeties on the entire team. They could trust to be on the field defensively. They put board out there, which effectively is a nickel. But what they really was, since they wouldn't play board in any other situation, it really is using board as a dime back who's kind of a, a, a proxy for a safety in that role. So I, I thought uh, this year, yeah, I certainly want to see him be a better tackler because he was a pretty bad, darn bad tackler yeah. last year. <laughs> but also in, in downhill coverage, uh, he was that was what his strength probably was last year. And a lot of the overtop stuff in, in in trying to figure out play action, defend between level two and three off the line of scrimmage, uh, that that's where he had a lot of weakness. Yeah, uh, Board is a guy. You're not mad if he has to come in the game, um, but you're not too thrilled about it either. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, like you said, he's a guy who can come down. We just need to see the tackler. It needs to be more consistent from Board. Um, now he's a great special teamer, uh, and. and, and Hard, Harbaugh yeah. loves the special team of guys, um, and, and he can pl- he can play football. And when he wants to, hit, he can hit hard too. Uh, I know there was a couple of plays. I believe that was uh, twenty nineteen when he had some some big pops, um, and I think he he had a couple of sacks last year too. If I if I'm correct. yeah, he he definitely he provided something as a pass rusher. That's for sure. Last year, definitely. Uh, yeah. and, and so you know, you're not too mad about uh, Chris Ward coming into the game. Um, he still plays very raw and and that's you want to see it polished up a little bit more. Um, you would think it would be polished up a little bit more. Um, but again, uh, the Ravens, when LJ Fort went down, um, and with the Ravens not going out and signing a guy like KJ, Wright, But that told me was they're very confident in Chris Fort. Uh, and, um, and if they're confident in him, I'm confident in him as well. Um, we just hope to see uh, him take another jump this year as well. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I, I think uh, at minimally, we really need to see him uh, tackle better. And I, I think, honestly, he's probably going to lose a lot of snaps this year because I think the Ravens will go back with the incredible wealth of talent they have in the safety, at safety. They're not going to waste that by not using it. Definitely not. And so on passing downs, I think we'll see it. And that means we'll, we'll see a, a substantial reduction in board snaps uh, he still probably will play some just because people get hurt. He might be the second man up when when one of those three line, one of the top two is out uh, on on first and second down. So there 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 certainly would be chances for him to play, but I don't think it's going to be as much as last year. And, and, and he's going to be a big time special teamer this year. Oh yeah, yeah. and you know, being gone, um, he's going to be a big time special teamer. 
Yeah, I mean, Levine, Richards, Fort are three of the best special teamers the Ravens have had in recent years, and they're all gone at once. Now, fortunately, Levine and unbelievably Richards are back on the practice squad and could be elevated for two weeks. Right. So they, they could even do that, uh, you know, could be the first two weeks of the season just to, to get good special teams on. But they obviously last year, they didn't trust either Levine, probably because he was hurt. We heard about a lingering groin injury uh, and Richards. They didn't trust either of them to play defense or they would have had them out in the dime. Uh, and, you know, it was a, the stranger thing was Levine, probably because he'd been so good just two years prior. Uh, but uh, anyway, he's, he's, you know, a player who's getting older and, and they probably want only on special teams at this point. Definitely. Yeah. And, and it's, it's so crazy this season, the depth the Ravens have uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, and, and that just speaks to uh, Eric DaCosta finding the talent. It, they're so deep um, uh, where they can drop safeties down into the box. Um, and, and you got Steven Stone. Uh, and that's just amazing to me. Sorry about that there. I had myself muted for a second. This happens once every three shows, I'm going to say. It's a fairly, fairly common occurrence anyway. Uh, and we were talking about the safety position, and it was something about inactive. No, 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 no. Yeah, the, the, the fact that they could activate both um, uh, Richards and Levine early in the season for, for a couple games. Yeah, it's just the depth. The, the Ravens have a ton of depth. And, and, and you know, they can they can activate. The roster is going to be really tricky for Aaron Piazza and John Harbaugh this season because uh, you have so much talent. Um, and, and a couple of guys are hurt. Um, and if I'm I'm not, you know, uh, precise with the, the rules, but I, I think they can come up two weeks until you have to make them a part of the permanent right. roster, I believe. Yeah, that's right. But would you do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you have such depth at safety. Even at the dime position, would you need that eventually? No, I, um, I, I think I think that's a real question, and I, I have made the point on other pods that I believe Levine might be back, but it's not necessarily for Week One. They still have some players to decide on. Boyle, they have to decide if he's really ready to play. He's back practicing in some sort of limited way, probably. Uh, but will he really be ready to play before week four, such that they want to use a roster spot for him, or should they bring one more guy back? Whether that's maybe Schofield. At, at left tackle, or maybe it's Levine, or maybe it's Justin Ellis to make sure no other clean t- team, you know, signs him away. I'm actually shocked he hasn't been brought back. Uh, Justin yeah. Ellis had a really good, uh, really good preseason in camp, and I, I thought he would be back already. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the Ravens do need to get younger on the defensive line, Definitely. but you know, Crawford was the guy who could have replaced him, and they already released him on an injury settlement. So, um, you know, or, or maybe they put him on, put him on the on the list. The released injured reserve whatever it is that they have to give him an injury settlement they yeah. they uh uh you know he was the guy who could have replaced uh Ellis but now they don't have a backup nose so it really doesn't make any sense how they're how they're set now yeah and, and, and to 
tie it all together what we talked about those guys up front are going to be really important in the development of queen and uh harrison as well um and, and that's going to be crucial uh, a healthy calais um, and a healthy brandon williams uh it, it's gonna it's gonna do massive wonders um to queen and harrison because those guys they just suck up blockers uh, yep. and as i believe the eagles game last year calais was taking on three guys at one time <laughs> and playing like a monster. And those they were literally the monsters for the first half of the season and then injuries took over. So if those three are healthy, which again that comes back to the depth, because I think they, there's no reason why they shouldn't be. Um if you rotate Broderick uh Broderick Washington in, um you, you lo- uh you rotate Justin M in, um rotate those guys and keep everybody fresh. I, I expect a big year from this defense. Definitely top three defense for sure. Yeah. I, well, me, me too. And uh, I guess all Ravens fans as of right now, everybody's everybody's uh, a contender at this exact point in the season. Yeah, definitely. Absolute pleasure having you on, Theo. Thanks for coming on. You're welcome anytime, by the way. And what I would say to you and anyone else out there is don't wait for me to call you. I, I, I will at some point, Theo, but but please contact me via, via direct message on Twitter if you have an idea for a show and we'll do a, a film study short. That's exactly uh, this sort of discussion is exactly what these uh, shorts are for. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.